tis the season for IRS letters. If you've decided that you want to have your own conversations with an IRS auditor about your tax situation, here are three things you'll want to keep in mind. I'm Deltrice Hart Anderson, keeping the IRS out of the pocketbooks, wallets, and bank accounts of taxpayers. And welcome to this episode of Tax Problem Solved, three tips in how to negotiate with an IRS auditor. The first thing you want to think about is knowing that the IRS does not think like the rest of us, okay? So often you may think about common sense or everyday logic, but that is not what's going to drive the IRS's decision or the thinking of that auditor. So when you are in the middle of solving your IRS problems, you're going to have to use a different approach. You're going to have to think differently. Okay. You can't think about any personal or even business situations that you've been in before because they just don't think in that way. You have to fight them on their playing ground. Okay. And if you're going to do that, you have to learn the rules. They have a playbook and this playbook is filled with their procedures, their rules and regulations. And it, that playbook is going to have every tax situation that you can think of, whether it's a tax court litigation an audit collection, levy seizures, it's their how to guide. And when you're dealing with the auditors, guess what? The auditors will know how to utilize their playbook. And if you're going to negotiate on your own, you should know how to utilize their playbook as well. Not only utilize their playbook, Book, but you have to keep in mind that the auditor, they don't have any skin in the games. They will not be phased at all by your emotions or what you feel is best for you. They don't care about that. They are going to go by the book. Guess why? Because they have a boss to answer to and their job is to close out cases please their bosses, please the IRS. That's it. They don't care about anything else, right? So they are not going to sweep things under the rug. They are not going to look at crocodile tears. They're not going to look at, you know, you getting you and, and you can't go into it saying, well, I don't know this stuff because remember, you chose to represent yourself. So if you are going up against the IRS, they are going to assume that you know what you're doing and that you understand they don't think like you and that they have a playbook and you are to know that playbook. Okay, now you've got a lot of skin in the game. They have no skin in the game. So just make sure in order for you to get on a more level playing field, you've got to know their rules, know the rules of engagement, apply those rules to your tax situation and learn how they think. And then you'll be able to find your way to a more successful outcome. 
Number two, do not become a shrinking violet. Being passive is not going to be the answer. Do not wait for the audit exam report to hit you before you start asking questions. You need to start by asking about disallowances from the jump. Which one is the auditor already considering in the process? So you already know they are not going to tell you what they're thinking. And unless you have a crystal ball, you're not going to know. So you need to start getting into the thought process that they have from the jump. So that's going to help you be in an offensive position, which is a much better place if you are going to negotiate on your own. You're going to have to make the IRS justify their actions because guess what? They're going to make you justify your actions. So if they are not giving you an easy way out, you should make sure you don't give them an easy way out either. You have to be your own advocate during these negotiations. So say the auditor is planning to make an adjustment because you didn't give them some sort of records that you that they were looking for. Well, you can most certainly request some extra time to locate those records or reconstruct the records, right? Or you can go about explaining to the auditor why you cannot locate the record or records that they are requesting, but you can find other ways to express why they know that you probably more or more likely than not had this particular expense. Okay. For example, let's say you have a t-shirt company and the auditor is looking at an expense for a vehicle that you purchase. Well, you may not have the, um, the receipt for the vehicle anymore, but you can show them the tax records. Or the auditor may say, I'm not sure why you need such a large vehicle for this little t-shirt company. Or they, the auditor may even think, well, you're really not needing the vehicle at all because you do, you sell online. Well, you might be able to show them a recent history of where you actually made a big delivery to a big client that you had in a nearby city showing that this is what you do on a regular basis. Some, yeah, you sell a lot of your items online, but you also have clients that you deliver or customers that you deliver to. So that is something that you have to start thinking outside of the box because the IRS is not going to do that for you. And number three, Know that negotiations doesn't mean arguing. Meeting in the middle is an art of negotiation. That is what I mean. So say you lose nearly all your paperwork. You had to claim this deduction. Let's call it an office supply. Naturally, the auditor is going to look at that situation and disallow that particular deduction because in the auditor's mind, no receipt, no deduction. Now, there are some 
rules, some laws that apply, which I won't get into now, where you don't necessarily have to have the receipt. But there again, if you are doing this alone, you still may want to consider getting consulting from a professional, an experienced professional that does this type of work all the time. Okay. So rather than biting back and getting mad or arguing about um, this particular deduction, just calm your tone and you want to use this opportunity to work something out. So you can say something like, hey, IRS, I know I lost my receipts, but what I'm claiming here in my reconstruction is reasonable because I've made a profit and I've maintained an office. And certainly with maintaining an office, I would need to buy certain office supplies. So shouldn't I be allowed that deduction? And maybe they say, well, mm, maybe. And then you just ask them, well, what about allowing half of the deduction? And they'll probably go for that. But you don't want to start off getting hot headed with them. You want to stay calm. Remember, negotiation does not equal arguing. So that's all I have for you today, guys. Hopefully there was something that I share with you that will assist you in your audit, in your endeavor to settle your tax bill with the IRS. Remember, you do not get what you want. You get what you negotiate. And if you cannot do it alone, please feel free to reach out to me, even if it's just to have a consultation about how to navigate your IRS audit. I'm Deltrice Hart Anderson, keeping the IRS out of the pocketbooks, wallets, and bank accounts of taxpayers. Thank you so much for listening to my latest episode of Tax Problem Solved. Till next time, bye y'all.